welcome to Keeping It Real podcast. I'm Sawida. I'm Victoria. And we have a special guest today. Hey guys. <laughs> Introduce yourself then. Uh, my name's Dami. Dami who? Dami T, as everyone knows me as. Okay, yeah, because he's famous, guys. He's got, you know, royalty <laughs> with us today. <laughs> um, so today we were going to discuss quite a few topics, so we're going to get straight into it. Let's do it. And the first thing we're going to be discussing is a very controversial film that has come out recently on Netflix um, called Cuties. Mm. And this film has been going around Twitter and other social medias because a lot of people have been outraged by what they've seen. And rightly so, Mm -hmm. to be honest, rightly Mm -hmm. so. And it first came to light, I think a few months ago, because there was like a a poster for it. Mm. Um, And the poster was ridiculous. Like there was little children, I think they're like 11 years old, um, posing very suggestively mm-hmm. and then netflix apologized for the poster but they still released the film which came out i think last week mm-hmm. and we just wanted to discuss what people kind of thought about the film what the kind of intent was behind the film and what we think about the film and whether it should even be up or not so victoria go to you first (laughs) i think for me having i don't need to know anything else about the film i feel Mm -hmm. like having seen the little clip that i saw you know circulating on twitter it was just unacceptable there's no reason children should be dancing like that and i and i get that there might have been you know meaning or something that they were trying to convey Mm -hmm. But that's not the way to do it because at the end of the day, you are sexualizing children. Like when you look at that, you can't get anything other than set. Like that's what they're doing. Like it's ridiculous. Like why are 10, 11 year old children patting their privates and just, it's it's sick. Like it's actually sickening. And I was so furious that this was, how did this even make it past production? I don't get it. Like, my thing about the whole dance routine part, yeah, is that somebody taught it to them. Exactly. So it wasn't like, oh, they just like, oh, it's just these kids dancing, doing this stuff. Like, it was part of the script. Mm-hmm. Like, it was literally part of the script. Like, they had to do that. So for me, it was like, raw. Watching, like, I cannot imagine as a parent, I don't have children, but if I did have a child, watching my child do that, mm. Lord Jesus, I don't even know what will happen. Someone will have to die. <laughs> I I will fully kill someone. Mm-hmm. I have to let you know now because that is just, it's wrong. It's so, so wrong. And I just think we're already going through a really sensitive phase mm-hmm. with like people, you know, exploiting, mm-hmm. abusing children. Mm-hmm. And I think this doesn't help the current situation. Definitely. Um, I don't get it. I don't understand why that needed to be in there. You could have got everything that you wanted to get, mm. like put through in the film without doing that. Like, mm-hmm. what does it add? Yeah. Why couldn't they just do dancing that wasn't so sexual? Yeah. Mm. That's what I don't understand. What about you, Dami? What do you think? For me, it was a bit of a of a wild one. Um, like I was saying yesterday, it, I didn't understand the message it was trying to portray, mm. Mm. and it's bad enough that women are being objectified mm-hmm. to now bringing out a movie that is permitting girls to dress a certain way and dance a certain way 
um, for me it doesn't make sense. Like there were certain scenes that really it both it it made me hot. Mm. You know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. the scene where um, they were dancing in front of the security guards, and the way he was watching the girl, Ugh. it was like, <laughs> what what is happening here? Like what what is this film? Like, do What's they the not message? clock that some men out there will watch that and get turned on? Like, exactly. I think that's what people are not understanding. It wasn't just a little bit of, you know, twer- like it was full on, on the floor, humping the floor, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to give a counter view, but I'm going to kind of explain the counter views. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> i'm not for this movie i just want everybody to know okay it's my disclaimer but right cool <laughs> the argument is that they are trying to the producer or the director the woman who wrote it the black woman is trying to prove a point and trying to show that children are sexualized and there's a big sexualization of children and stuff like that on the one hand i agree with the notion children are sexualized Mm -hmm. and they're they're very privy to a lot of sexual things like a child can go on youtube and they can see the WAP video like and they can copy those things even tiktok tiktok is their Mm. their their biggest market is like you know nine-year-olds to like 13-year-olds or whatever mm-hmm. and they are on there 24 7 they see the challenges they see the what challenges they see all these things when we were younger we had nelly and all his music videos you had mtv after dark and we were not asleep on saturday we were watching it with our no. older cousins and things like that so we have been we have been privy to a lot of things and there were certain children that was doing things that were looking at questionably and Mm -hmm. we had the luxury, well, some of us had the luxury to not be, um, to not even want to do those things and not Mm -hmm. have to. But in today's society, it's like, if you're not sexy, you're not a feminist. Mm. If you're not naked, you're not a feminist. Mm -hmm. If you're not owning your sexuality and being overtly crude and doing the absolute most you're not down with the times so i do get that notion but i have two points for this particular movie one it could have been a documentary Mm. and they could have been talking to children maybe or even like a i don't know what like you know documentaries that aren't real documentaries, like a fake documentary, like a film documentary mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And they could have used child actresses to kind of like explain what they wanted to explain instead of actually sexualizing real girls yeah. in mm-hmm. order to do it. And my second point is the film is really bad. <laughs> like I watched the film from beginning to end. I do think that Netflix has used the outrage to get views because Probably. if I hadn't seen those bad things, I would have not watched the film. But the film itself is really rubbish. Like, it doesn't actually convey the message very well. Mm. The storyline is gappy. It's got this this Hollywood narrative, even though it's not a Hollywood movie. It's got this stupid Hollywood narrative that I really hate, that all Muslim women are oppressed and mm. they need yeah. to See, that's why I never even wanted to, to watch the film. Take their hijab off and become this free woman when it is a choice because that is their religion and they're very liberated in that. But... In also counteracting that point, sorry, I have loads to say because I watched it yesterday. In <laughs> um, also counteracting that point, it is the woman who wrote it. It's her personal story. So maybe that is how she felt and that's mm. what she went through. 
I feel like it could have been a very good film if they had someone else make it. And also, <laughs> if they removed those unnecessary, unnecessary zooming into the private parts, the dancing scene could have been completely cut out or completely changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could have been more suggestive. My example to that is the film Precious, right? Mm-hmm. In the film Precious, it's very emotive. We see it that is. her dad rapes her. We see that her mum even sexually abuses her. But in the mum sexually abusing her, we don't actually see it explicitly. Like, if you don't watch properly, you won't even catch that the mum abused her as well because they do it very, like, tastefully. Mm. Obviously, you can't abuse someone tastefully, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the yeah, film yeah. portrays it tastefully in the fact that we know what's going on, we're completely broken-hearted by what's going on, but we don't have to see it. Mm. Why do... In rape scenes, do they show everything that's happening? Like, I just think, if that's really what we're going to do, can we do it in a more tasteful, suggestive way instead of just being like, oh, here's little girl's vaginas, look at it. This, yeah. My final point on the whole paedophile thing, I completely agree. However, I did see one view on someone saying that it's... Actually, it was my friend, let me read it, because she actually sent it to me guys she said um i agree that the dance was very appropriate it was real and it does happen maybe not in a dance competition but in general girls are learning from what they see on the media and are trying to imitate it at that age they don't really know or understand why they shouldn't do it anyway yes it may attract pedophiles but so does girls in school uniform Paedophilia is part of the person who possesses the urges and it shouldn't be down to women to play it down because men can't control themselves. But I get where she's coming from with Mm -hmm. that. But at the same time, then it's like, where does it become inappropriate Mm -hmm. if we start seeing little girls in like booty shorts and stilettos and like bra, (laughs) like is that okay? With their belly buttons pierced and a tattoo, like where does it end? Like there's just some things that are not appropriate for children. Yeah. And I think that needs to be taken into consideration mm-hmm. as well. And I think dancing in this manner mm-hmm. is definitely one of them. Like in front of men, grown men, like watching this, I mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I, I think if you can sit there comfortably and watch that, yeah. you're, you're, you're suspect, I'm sorry. Yeah. You are absolutely suspect. <laughs> you can't be trusted. <laughs> sorry, you heard it here first. So what do you think of the argument that people are like, People are calling out cuties, but they're not calling out toddlers and tiaras. Okay. So <laughs> I actually the funniest thing is I actually grew up watching toddlers and tiaras. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like my first thought when watching it, obviously back then, wasn't that they were sexualizing mm. children. Like it wasn't I didn't look at it and think that was sexy. It was little girls it's in like pageantry, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like pageantry and like like, I don't know, I can't I can't see, I see the correlation, but I don't see the correlation, yeah. if that makes sense. Because it's not little girls, you know, dancing sexy yeah. or trying to be sexy. That's where the difference lies for me personally. However, like having grown up and now seeing it from a different side of view, like point of view, I do get how like little girls wearing fake lashes mm-hmm. and getting fake tan and wearing fake nails yeah. and having like a full face of makeup is problematic. Mm-hmm. Little children like of two, three years old should not be doing that. It, it isn't really right. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess it's one of those, it's, it's conflicted. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree. I do think, I do think it's something, an issue that light should be shed on. 
Mm. But <laughs> again, I really need to <laughs> express this. It just wasn't a good film. <laughs> like she hated regardless. the film. No, yeah, because really I was just like the director, you know. As in, I'm sorry, Dami didn't even know what the film was supposed to be about <laughs> until I said this is what it's supposed to be about. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like I'm sorry. Like you really tried this and. If that's your life story, I'm sorry, that's your life story. But it's not every life story that has to be made into a movie because we went KFC and we're going to make a movie about it now. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so we are. Okay, uh. I'm not going to try and negate her struggle because clearly it was a lot of struggle. I don't really even know, understand what her struggle is because she had a nice house. Maybe she just moved to a new place and wanted to be a halot. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> for me and my household that's not a movie i recommend regardless okay let's take all the pedophilia out of it the storyline it, it just wasn't good like it wasn't good the message she's trying to portray even reading it the synopsis not it's not appealing through. the message doesn't come through the message does not come through mm. only because and i feel like the controversy is on purpose because if the controversy wasn't there it would just be a rubbish film yeah, no, I hear you. Definitely hear you. I don't know how it made it onto Netflix. Mm. And, yeah, no. It's a no from yep, me. Yeah, it's a no from me. It's a no from me. <laughs> and the thing is, yeah, if, if you didn't tell me what it was about, I would have thought it's a dance competition movie. <laughs> Literally. Because majority of the movie... They were dancing. Did you watch to them? No. Okay. I, I don't like who could. I watched, At like, the, the end, first we had to force herself. And I wanted to turn it off. At the end, it's just some magical thing. No. <laughs> she goes home. She's crying. Uh, no, wait, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. But none of you should go and watch it anyway. Um, <laughs> there's a part with the little black girl who's the main character. She is running to this dance competition thing and they replaced her with another girl. She pushes the girl in the river. The mm. girl's drowning. She's watching her and she just goes to the dance competition. Wow. Left her in the river. This is not a nice She left her in the river. What age is this film? That's the funniest thing. In Canada, the films are 18. In the UK, the films are 15. So the actors, actors that are act not in the film old are not old enough to film, see imagine. the film that they acted in. You know... Yeah. I don't know what to say. It's a no from me. Not the movie of the year. <laughs> Definitely, not. Definitely not. It's a big, big no from me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on to our next um, subject. Guys, what do we think about beating our children? <laughs> I know that sounds so crazy. We don't have children yet. But like, I love the word beating. Will you as a parent... Do you think that discipline, physical discipline, is necessary? I don't think it is. I think there's ways you can discipline a child without being physical. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've got godchildren, and if they if they do something that's a bit wild, I'll just give them the eye, and they get it. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, I experienced getting hit with a belt, getting hit with a wooden spoon. Pots, pans, whatever hit, they could find. With, with a hangar, like, <laughs> cousin got all of it. And... At the time, it wasn't making sense. Mm. Even looking back, it still don't make sense. But it definitely put me in check. Yeah. Um, because I know if I get in trouble, which I did many times in school, I would get beats, which I did many times. Mm. Um, so you didn't learn. That's what you told us. Technically. Because you still did it. I, I got beats for everything. <laughs> you know I mean? The thing is with me, it's like, 
I definitely agree that is other methods. There's other ways to discipline your children. You don't mm. always need to beat them. And I think there's some children that don't need to be beaten. I was one of them. <laughs> I didn't need to be slapped. Like you didn't need to, I didn't need that, you know, don't get me wrong. I definitely got licked a few times, <laughs> but I, you could tell me something and I would just listen to you by telling me that like, I don't mm. think it was necessary to beat me. However, mm. my sister now, as a, when she was little, she needed to be beaten. Cause That's that girl also was to do naughty. with age though. Yeah, obviously. Older I children think, always get beaten more. Always. Yeah. They well, always. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's crazy because I think as you get older, you should be beaten less mm. because you are now of an age where you should be able to understand. But then I also think we need to clarify what we mean by beaten mm-hmm. because I can never see myself using something like a belt or mm. like a, a wooden spoon to hit my child. Like yeah. it, that's just going too far for me. But a few slaps there, here and there, if you're getting too cheeky. Listen, if, you get, if you're being rude and you get slapped, you'll watch your mouth. And that's just, the, like, do you know what I mean? That's just how simple yeah. it is. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I don't believe in beating, but I believe in hitting 100%. Um, <laughs> and mm. it's mad because children's personalities are all very different. Like, mm-hmm. my two nephews, right? My older nephew, he does not respond to physical discipline really take his pj Masks away from him and y'all got mm. you y'all doing something like he go he gonna sit down he go listen but the younger one there's something in his eye like he needs he needs a slap <laughs> like from now and again <laughs> by the way i hope Charles not listening. Um, but he needs a slap from now and again because it just it humbles him you he know needs, they he need just to... needs that but um yeah not beating because what a lot of african parents did back in the day was beating like yes, they it was. beat and it was borderline if not definitely it, was it wasn't abuse. even borderline like, it was straight it was up genuinely abuse like one of my cousins like her mom genuinely beat her with like the hoover like they'll stick off the hoover and it's like bro like that's that's yeah, intent that's, that's intent to really cause pain and damage um, mm. and for me like being the younger sibling the way the reason i say older siblings got it more is because i feel like our parents sort of learned and also they got tired but like my sister got beat a lot. And I mm. remember just looking and thinking, rah, like I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I got beat. Like one Same, hand. to be honest. But my sister, I could write a, a novel. Like Yeah, the oldest the child gets beat a lot. They and then they soften they soften with the younger exactly. ones because they you know they've done this before. Yeah. And one thing my parents have shared with me is that it's not even like not for all parents, but for my parents, like some like we've had conversations about it and they're like, it's not even a thing where they meant to that hurt us, but it's all they knew. It's kind of, mm. like their teachers were allowed to hit them. Yeah. yeah. Like their teachers were allowed culture. to hit them. So it was culture and it was like- neighbor could hit you. Yeah. Anyone, anyone well. older than you can hit you. As A man in, on the street yeah. can beat you. <laughs> For real. But I don't know, I just feel like, I don't know, I've seen on the TL this mm. whole discussion like a few weeks ago and people were just like, no, it's so wrong to hit your child. How can you do that? It's mm. this, it's that. And I'm just thinking like, okay, if you have a child that is not listening to you and you. all of this grounding, <laughs> Jimmy don't care if he gets grounded. <laughs> not That's Jimmy. not hurting Jimmy. <laughs> not Jimmy. Jimmy don't care if he's getting grounded, like, and he's here telling you, shut up, mum, this, that, and hey. the other. Yeah, that's, that's when... So you're, you're telling me you're going to be sitting here grinning no, teeth with him? Beating. That's not a smack. Can I'm licking him. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and lie. <laughs> nah. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Shut, shut, shut my, who? my child saying, shut dad. Shut what? Can you imagine? You idiot or something. Mm. Like, hell no. No, I, I think before it gets to I'll that. I'll take him for return. Before it gets to that, I think discipline has to be 
um, already a part of the structure. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you don't discipline a child up until a certain age when they start to get wild, that's when you start hitting because you can't control them. Yeah, yeah you have um, to pattern it from early. I think that know? even smacking a child should be the last result. You should yeah. first speak to them. Absolutely. Make them understand what they're doing. And then if they, they don't get it, then exactly. just raise a little right hand. As they say in Nigeria, if you can't hear, you will feel. Yeah. Mm. So that's yeah. just the way it be. It builds but character. I think For so. Some. <laughs> For some. Yeah. I don't know about all of that serious, serious no, 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 abuse. I'm it's, not it's talking abuse. about Let's that. Let's just call it what it is. Mm. It's abuse. It's it wrong. Is. I don't like that. No. And, and I, I don't think in today's day and age there's ever well, a reason to get to that. Mm-mm. I don't even know what it was, you know what? There was even a video um, a while ago on Twitter where... Um, a child got like rubbish results and his dad was proper hitting him like for me it's like it's not it's not okay cool you send him to private school mm. so but it's not that deep to be hitting him like that yeah, th- see that to me is ridiculous and i feel like the problem with our parents is they used be in for everything mm-hmm. yeah you, you're doing bad in school beating <laughs> you were rude beating yeah. you didn't finish your food beating like you're not get into the root of the problem what about if they you know they're suffering like i don't know mm. with something called they're struggling in school you didn't even Africans take time to find out apparently. and i think it loses its weight as well because i mm. think a lot of people i know not me because i'm a baby um got numb to it like yeah okay beat me like they'd rather like the thing is the things that hold longer consequences if you take my phone 50 weeks that's really gonna mess up the base like i've got things to do but mm. if you beat me and I'm used to that pain, like even though it's a lot of pain, it's one-time pain and then I go about doing my business. Yeah. So if, if I know I'm going to this party and I'm going to get beat, I'm going to go to the party, enjoy myself, get beat when I get home, then I can sleep it off. That you can't cry overdo after the beating, beating. It's a good sleep, do you know what I mean? So <laughs> you're just used to it. Like you can't so overdo I, it. In terms of discipline, like I think it's not effective because I don't respect you because I just think you've abused me and two maybe i fear you but that's not a nice relationship to have yeah. with your child mm. like just fear and it's it's lost its effectiveness because i'm like right you beat me anyway so i might as well just do what i'm doing so when they get to that age that's like i don't know 12 13 and obviously be, like you shouldn't really be beating mm-hmm. your kids at that age i think that, yeah. that should have you know they should have grown out of that yeah. what is an effective way to discipline them if they're not listening to you depends on the child but communication is really important because like, some children they you can hear me talking right i'm talking to you how <laughs> as i'll be talking to them and you're still looking confused yeah. didn't i ask you to go and do that why boy. is it still not done <laughs> boy the communication is <laughs> fine on my end i'm telling you it's my imaginary one but it's like i'm really trying to understand what like what are other ways to you know effectively discipline yeah. your child well there's consequences mm. for your actions isn't it so every 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 action has its equal reaction mm. so you don't do something well i'm gonna take something away you don't do right. something you don't go somewhere you don't do something it's bedtime and i'm taking xyz do you know what i mean like it's bedtime, <laughs> it's bedtime. Like, it might be five o'clock, but it's bedtime Good night. like there's certain things that i think will actually have a, an impact mm. like for example now at our age, there's certain things that are important to us. Yeah. And if we didn't have them, we would be frustrated. It would make our life an inconvenient. You yeah. have to then translate that down to your children and be like, okay, what will be an inconvenience? Take their MacBook and make them handwrite everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your business. As in, like, <laughs> the Desi. Like, 
we're going to swap your MacBook for a Lenovo or oh a ThinkPad. These are the things that you got to do. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. There's ways, there's other ways to, to discipline your children that are, I don't know, more in line with the times. I feel mm. like things have changed now. It's not like how it was when our parents were kids. Yeah. Like, we're more educated now. Yeah. I want to say more, edu- well, more work. We understand more things than they did mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. So. But do you feel like there's a big focus on kind of like emotions and like depression, anxiety, all of these things. And a lot of kids are aware of it now because it's in their face. Do you think that kind of gives children an avenue to kind of um, manipulate those things? Mm. I hear what you're saying. And in a way, yes, I want to say, because obviously now that we're more aware of it and it's being spoken about more, people can use it to their advantage Mm. more, if that makes sense. So, yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. To an extent, though, because I feel like it's been kind of swept under the rug in Mm. a lot of families, those sort of things, like Mm. the the talk of depression, mental health, all of that. And not a lot of African families want to speak about that. Mm -hmm. So... The fact that it is being spoken about more now is definitely a positive thing, in my opinion, yeah. even if it gets manipulated. Yeah. Mm. So we'd ask me the maddest question. <laughs> <laughs> also, are we doing this? We're doing this one. <laughs> okay. She asked me the maddest question earlier this week. She was like, Victoria, can Christians use sex toys? Is that allowed? I said Christian husband and wife do. I definitely said oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. I forgot the main part. <laughs> I, d- I definitely said that. That was my exact question. Yeah. <laughs> and I was a bit taken aback because I can't lie. That's never, ever in my life came to my head. Like, it's just, <laughs> I've never actually considered it. Mm. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, why not? You're in, like, you're married. So what would be, what, what would be wrong with it? What do you think, Pastor? <laughs> Where is he? Um, I, I, yeah. That's a bit of a sticky one still. Yeah, the sticky one still. Um, I don't see. A, I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, is it perversion? If yeah, it's pleasure. Hmm. But it's pleasure perversion. <laughs> Girl, not, not mine. In the of <laughs> not mine. I don't know. Like it's a hard I, one. I don't think it is. Like obviously, black and white in the Bible it doesn't say don't use sex toys or whatever. Um, <laughs> obviously, I feel like once you get married, like you have the license to do as you please mm. with your with your partner, your spouse. True. Um, as long as it's not, you know what? This I'll kind of ask this question as well. As long as it's not wild. A question that comes up um, in discussion in my church is, is BDSM hey. permitted in marriage? <laughs> which which one's like that? Whips and chains. Yeah, oh, look, like stuff. S&M type Submission, thing. Submission, that, all that. Well, if sex toys are allowed, then that's just the next... Like, nah, that's, sorry. Is it not the same? Why are you whipping me? But what if I like that? Nah. But what if you want to be <laughs> whipped? Nah, but I did, okay. Ooh. <laughs> you are... No, it's not that we type don't of party. Judge here, we I'm keep just it saying, real. what if you want you, that? I don't, I don't know. BDSM, yeah. That's a fetish, it's, isn't it? It's wild. Mm. And even like looking into the history of it, 
it's not coming into my household. But Ooh. like, when you Bondage. when we think Jesus like, freedom, even, even the definition know. of the acronym. <laughs> what does it mean? Um, bondage, the domination, yeah. submissive, Be- and. Is there an A in M. there? There's an M. No, there's an M. I don't know what the M is. It's a bit wild still. Madness, basically. <laughs> it's all mad. It sounds crazy. But it's like, I definitely... But like, what if it's just like little stuff like... Spanking. Like... <laughs> hey, let's call a spade a spade, man. God really wants some of this. Don't worry, we can Lizzie. talk to your husband after this. But... <laughs> What if it's like handcuffs, like little spanking in there? Like. Handcuffs, huh? Well, are you going to read me my rights as well? Maybe, if that's what you want. Well, but like, do you know, <laughs> like some right couples like role play? Silence. Like, so some, for example, yeah. some might like to dress up as mm-hmm. a nurse and do all this type of thing. There's nothing, that doesn't seem like there's anything wrong in my eyes if mm-hmm. that's what you're into, like, yeah. go off. But some might say that it, there is something wrong with that. Like, I don't know. It's odd. I was going to say something else, but I don't know if I should it on the podcast. So, um, <laughs> I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> Bruh, each to their own, man. Um, but sex toys, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with it. Mm. If, it if, if my wife requested, requested. <laughs> for sex toy to be part of our um, communion, mm-hmm. then um, <laughs> as long as it's not something like, you know, as long as she's not requesting, <laughs> as long as she's not requesting me to stick something up my anus, oh, wow. then I'm, um, hey, happy days. I, I guess so. you know Everyone I mean? has their, their, their preferences. Yeah. But like, what if, what if like, you get married now, you've been having sex for, I guess, two years, and then your spouse comes out with something really outrageous that they want to do, and it's like, they're like, oh, I've been, I've just really wanted to do it. Like, it's a, a really big fantasy of mine. Like, and it's just wild. Like, it's just, it's just everything that you would never want to do. This like, is why hmm. sometimes you have to lay your then... cards on the table before yeah, any type of marriage. Because if you had told me this before, I would have declined your proposal, <laughs> hon. No. But then how do we start having those conversations? Because where's the line? Because now... That's a good question. Because now you're question. in engagement mm. and y'all talking about all these things you want to do, all these things you don't want to do, and then you start thinking, okay, maybe we should just try and do it now. I, <laughs> I feel like the... Do you know what? Having, like, hearing what you've just said, I feel like you need to have the conversation in a way. Yeah. But you need to... You need, because the thing is, you don't want to marry someone that's mad. Mm. Sexually, or okay, let me not say sexually. But then why are I mean, like, they not compatible? Sexually? What happened? What have they been watching? What happened? Yeah. But because that's just people's wake preference. Up, you, yeah, but you don't wake up one day and want a butt plug, like you don't. Maybe they had that before they were saved. Okay, True. see, now do you know what I mean? Maybe they were experimental and yeah. they developed a a certain appetite, and they said, "You know what, Lord." When I'm married, not an appetite. <laughs> when I'm married, I'm gonna, you know, do yeah, all the things true. that I wanna that's do. True. So they're thinking, oh, I'm gonna wait these few years for my wife, and then when I yeah. get my wife, and you're here, you know, you're none the wiser, yeah. thinking, yeah, this is just gonna be the normal, average Joe, mm-hmm. and he's telling you about things you've never even heard of in your life. Yeah. Wow. So I definitely think there is a thing as being sexually compatible. Mm-hmm. 
A hundred percent. See, that's that question as well, because obviously a lot of non-Christians, even Christians say, how do I know if we're going to be sexually compatible? Like, what do you guys think? Like, an answer to that question. It's a very a difficult like, yeah. oh, just pray about it. Um, and I get that, but then... But it's, th- there's no good praying about it if you like A and he likes B. Mm. Like, it's... I don't know, it's, it's a hard one. And I think it makes it even harder if you haven't really had any sexual experiences before because then it's like how do you even know what you like Mm -hmm. um i don't know it's a very very hard question but i feel like if i'm engaged to someone it is a conversation that i think i'd like to at least explore glance over real (laughs) quick like just just to find out if he's okay Mm -hmm. and on the same wavelength as me yeah but do you think conversations like these should be had before engagement as opposed mm. to during it and mm. then breaking it off because you don't want to do certain things that's very true i think if you think yeah if you're at a stage in a relationship where you think that it can lead to engagement because mm. like if we've been dating for like three months and i'm like so yeah what you like <laughs> Girl, what that- you <laughs> Mm. that is like okay why like why like i get it like if you're trying to rule out things from day one but still like it's not appropriate Mm -hmm. but if you're in a serious relationship like okay this man we've been having talks about marriage and proposing and engagement stuff like that i think that's warranted Mm -hmm. i think it is but is that something you guys would break your engagement off for like break up with someone for i mean how crazy we talking i think it's a deal breaker for some people really if he like I don't know. I'm trying to think. It would have to be extreme, though. It'd like, have to be imagine, like, yeah. I don't know your your husband saying, you know, when we get married, we're never doing missionary, and <laughs> that happens to be your favorite position. Yeah. It's like, or like, okay, I want to strangle you. Yeah, like, wh- why? Choke, hey. choke me and shout my name, like, like. Sorry? Strangulation is off the cards here, please. Please, uh, yeah. I like air. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I think it's um, definitely a combo to have. Yeah, I think it should be. I think you definitely should have it. It's it's awkward. It is kinda awkward, but it's more awkward getting to them like That makes me sad though. Yeah. Because imagine you've invested so much time. You're like, okay, this man's probably gonna post you and then you start having these combos and you're like, bro, you're crazy. Like, what what? So I wasted mm. all that time. So, yeah. but th- that's the case with anything, I guess, because mm-hmm. you could be in a relationship with someone and then you find out they don't want kids. But yeah. I feel like that's. I a don't know about that because I have on. the second day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, we meet. Hi, what's your name? Great, you want kids? kids? Yeah, you know what? That's, I think before you even go deep into a relationship, there's certain conversations you need, need to have. To when it Do comes you think to the like, sex ones, one of them. and I think that can come in the next few chapters. <laughs> yeah, because if it comes journey. too early, you're kind of looking at him like you're yeah. a creep. Like, why are you asking me that? Is that all you want? Like, what's going on? Yeah, you don't want that too early. Yeah. Do you think um, marriage counselling should happen before engagement? A thousand percent. Oh, before yes. engagement. Ooh. Because before then, Ooh. when you think about it, this whole sex talk could come up in the counselling session. That's actually. Do you know what? We're talking to your like pastoral care. Like you need to speak to someone. So like, whilst you're still boyfriend and girlfriend or courting or whatever. Yeah. And you know that you're leading towards marriage. But is that appropriate to have the conversation in front of them? Yeah, I don't see why not. And there's the thing. I feel like church runs churches run away from 
well, I'll say some, run away from having conversations with their congregation about sex in marriage. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like if you're getting marriage counselling, sex is not exempt from marriage. Yeah. So why not get counselled on it? I get that. I I feel funny about it, it is talking personally, though, about, like, for example, if I'm telling you, okay, this is what I like, this is what I wouldn't like, I don't think that's anyone else's business but ours. Like, mm. I, don't, I don't mind if, like, the pastor's like, okay, you guys need to discuss sex and things like that. But yeah. then if he's that's, like, oh, yeah. so, go yeah. on. Yeah, like, you don't need to actually... tell him about, oh, I like this position, <laughs> and I like yeah, it when he holds my... Like, like, no, bro, I love <laughs> my pastor, but no, man. Oh, absolutely not. No, yeah, I think no, there's no, ways no, to, no. to talk about it, obviously, with wisdom. <laughs> like, hey, pastor, <laughs> I'm experienced, and I like certain things. Mm-hmm. My husband doesn't. Mm-hmm. What should we mm. do? Yeah. Not, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a way to do it. There's definitely a way to do it. Yeah. But in terms of just like general, m- like, what would you even call it? Pre-marital, Pre-marital counselling. Yeah. Mm. Never really thought of that before. Like, like before engagement, yeah. It probably would be a good idea, I, I think, think. If you know that you're, you've been dating for a, yeah, a couple a years or a time, while yeah. and you yeah. know that, okay, this is the next steps now and it's going to be happening quite soon, then I think it would be a good idea to get some. I think in my head, I've always thought of like, it being in stages, so like you're in a relationship and then either earlier on or mid kind of late level, you kind of have a couple in the church that have been together for a certain amount of time that will kind of be your kind of like mentors Mm -hmm. and kind of like answer any questions that you have, like make you feel comfortable. And then once you have gone to the stage of engagement, that's when you actually do the actual labelled pre-marital counselling, like we're on the road to marriage kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you always have counsel, yeah. but when you get to that actual stage of, com- that level of commitment, okay, you then do the pre-marital counselling because God forbid, but imagine like you have four different relationships, all very serious, one year after the other. Yeah. And every single time you're doing pre-marital counselling, like it's not every day pre-marital counselling, like at this point, I've realised nobody wants to marry me, but I would have known that (laughs) just being in council with someone else and then not having to get to that stage where I'm like, rah, this was never going to be a marriage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't do it with every every relationship. I think it has to be when it gets to a serious point, very, very serious point. Mutually. As Mm. in he's looking at rings. Yeah. Basically. Um... But yeah, it's funny because this is kind of off subject, but I thought I, since we're talking about marriage, I might as well bring it up. Um, someone was telling me once about this kind of dilemma between a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. They'd been married like, I think a year. And within that year, the girl, I think had that they'd only had sex once. Mm. She'd only like allowed him to have sex with oh, her one yeah. time. And he'd tried kind of everything. He'd yeah. tried talking to her. He'd tried like finding out if there's something wrong with mm. her. Like what's going on? Are you okay? But she was just like, I'm sorry, I just don't feel like it. So three months went by. And she was just like, I just don't feel like it. Six months mm. went by. I just don't feel like it. Nine months go by. And it's like, like it. huh? Like, I don't know. And he, the guy was basically saying to me that um, Wait, you his friend, no, no, no. Oh. His friend was basically like, he doesn't really know what to suggest in this point. Like, mm. is it, like, what do you do? Like, what are you supposed to say? How are you supposed to handle yeah. that? So I thought, let me just bring it up. Like, what do you think a guy should 
do is that a cause for divorce like i don't know i think divorce would be the final straw yeah um but i feel like you might actually have to involve a third or fourth party. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's like, no, not in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh? <laughs> I mean, that might what? be the less, less, less resort. But um, wow. not in the bedroom. But um, like, like, like I was saying, so that couple, because maybe you wouldn't be comfortable again going to your pastor about that. Mm. But that couple that obviously have been married and they've been through their own trials and tribulations mm-hmm. to then call them and be like, this is our situation. And if she's not open to that, then I'm sorry, she needs to be. Because if you've tried everything and she's not budging, there needs to be some sort of counsel there, like to mm. say, okay, what's going on? Maybe she's had sexual trauma. Like maybe Perhaps. a lot of women, I've, I've heard that they've been drilled, their virginity has been drilled into them so much that once they get mm. married, they're scared. Like mm. they're just like raw, like, just like that, I don't have to be a virgin anymore, but it means so much to me. Oh, I'm scared, it's gonna hurt, it's gonna this, it's gonna that. Um, so that's also another factor, but these mm-hmm. conversations, like we're saying, have to be had kind of pre-marriage, and then mm. in marriage, if you're still scared, we need to work through it together. But what and if it's like, she's not even scared, it's just, she just I'm just not in the, the mood. Desire. What if she you just has be a in the mood. very low sex drive, and it's just like... Viagra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at this, my husband, because at this point, this is not what I signed up for. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, can, like I'm actually putting myself like, let's flip it. What if that was the guy and he's I just will not vomit. on it? I will vomit <laughs> because this is not what I signed up for. I will not. I'd I'm... be so confused. I'd be like, <clears throat> me? Is it me? Mm. What did I do? <laughs> like, <laughs> do we pastor must hear of this because this don't make no sense? I would, that first day when it happens, I'll give testimony at church because what? <laughs> Me, no, a taken woman, a married woman, mm. I enter and this is what you're giving me. Mm. And I'm so sorry, I just feel like I hate to be that person, but the Bible does say that your body's not your own. Mm. Like, obviously there's times where you really don't feel like it, but even th- marriage is about compromise. If I'm tired, just a quick one, you know? Like, we compromise. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's but for a you problem. to downright say no, 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 no. For for a year. For one year. Like we're not talking like a few weeks or like even a month. And is I'm not a long even time. trying. I feel like even if I don't feel like it, after maybe a month, I'll be like, okay, so we do, you need to try like try because try. it's pleasure. It's pleasure for your husband. Do you know what I mean? Like you want to please your husband. Like it's she little things. Like oh my god. When you're in a relationship, you want to do little things to make them happy, buy them flowers, do something really nice for them. Sex is added to that list once you're married. Just stop like... cooking. Stop cleaning. <laughs> Since we want to stop <laughs> things all of a sudden. <laughs> We're stopping things, okay? Stop well, doing I'm, everything. I'm stopped doing everything then. Like, for real. Dami, what do you think? Bruh. Um, if that was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> not me. Uh, um, yeah, I think it would be a thing of trying to understand what's happening um definitely would have to get someone involved because i think for me um frustration will kick in um, <laughs> for all of us hallelujah jesus yeah frustration will definitely that, kick, frustration's in. Gonna kick um, in and god forbid having to go outside to get what i'm not getting at home you see hey you see do you know what i mean you see because there'll be hallows in church they'll be looking at you even that's at how work confusion that girl say oh you don't seem happy today <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't been happy for the whole week. That's you how wanna come start getting to mine? My mum will be flinching, pent up frustration every five minutes. <laughs> Even having mood 
and swing. <laughs> yeah, someone nah. would have to get involved. Can't lie. Nah, because I might slap you by accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even my fault. It's not by accident. I, I just you. see your face. You're not pleasuring me. You're not doing anything. Okay. What are you doing in this life? <laughs> I'll slap you. I'm so Yeah, dumb. that's wild. No, God, I actually do want other things from marriage, but that's just a really nice It's fact. a big part of marriage. Like, we can't <laughs> deny it. it's a big part of marriage. Like, and also, do you not want kids with me? That's exactly. I mean. How do you think they get here, hon? The stalk? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But do you know what? I ju- something just came across my mind though. Like, some people can be victims of FGM when they're young, and sometimes it really oh. alters how it looks down there and how things feel as well. Sorry, what's but that? again, FGM? these are female, female genital, genital mutilation. mutilation. Okay. So, these are things, but again, this is something that should be discussed pre marriage. Mm. And I think if you're that comfortable with someone to marry them, you should be able to have that conversation with them. Um, but it, it, it has a massive effect on some women. Probably even pain. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a big thing. That's yeah. like, if that's some the case, that's different. Some people don't feel pleasure during sex because they either have no clitoris or literally mm. it's just, they've done a lot down there. No, that I hear mad. that. That's, that's a completely different. So that's a different thing. But that, again, just came to mind. That could be a reason. Maybe mm. she did it from him and she just is embarrassed or scared. Mm. Which is completely understandable. Mm. 100%. But sorry to take it down a somber note, but <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, I think that's everything now for this episode. Um, Dami, thank you for joining. Thank it's you nice to for have having you. me. Um, yeah, guys, in a bit. In a bit. In a bit. <laughs> Hi. <laughs>